Welcome to another episode of the Your Home Buying Guide podcast. This is your one-stop shop home buying guide where every week I'm going to bring in industry experts to answer all of the most common home buying questions. I'm your host, Gadi Placido, and this week we are joined by Megan Anderson from MBS Highway. Uh, Megan, I want to start this off by kind of letting you brag about yourself for a little bit. So tell us about yourself, how long you've been working at MBS Highway, and why did you decide to get into that industry? Yeah, so technically, we are called Highway AI right now, as we did recently acquire List Reports, which is a platform built for real estate agents and loan officers. Uh, but I've been at MBS Highway in particular. I can't even believe that I'm saying this, but I have been there for almost the past 10 years. It's been a good wow. like eight years at this point in time. Crazy to think, you know, growing up, my mom was an originator. She still originates to this day and my dad a builder. And I always remember growing up, you know, all these regulations are always changing and my mom would have to take quizzes on all the regulations and I would test her. And I remember being like, oh, my gosh, I am never going to get into this space. I saw her stress levels all the time. And, you know, funny how life works at the end of the day, end up getting into the same space. And it all happened for me. I was living in Las Vegas at the time and I was doing personal training and to supplement my income at the time because I had just left a gym and I was doing my own thing. Uh, I would work conventions. And so I ended up working Mastermind, the you know, one of the largest conventions yeah. in Las Vegas. And that's where I met everybody. That's where I met Tim Brahim, Barry Habib. You know, all the OGs of the space. And, you know, at the time I was kind of just falling out of love with what I was doing, looking for what was next. And it just so happened that MBS Highway was next. So I packed up my my car and I, I went to New Jersey and started working for Barry Habib. And the rest is history. Wild. Yeah. So and then you actually spoke at our cross country mortgage conference in Vegas. So kind of went back to back home for a little bit, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, so there's a there's a lot to talk about, right? I think there are a couple of like major hurdles for home buyers right now, inventory and rates. Yeah. You've talked about it uh, on the mo morning update at MBS Highway. I've talked about it a ton on the podcast, social media, whatever it may be. Um, but at MBS Highway or Highway.ai, right? You guys are coming out with a 2024 rate in housing forecast presentation coming out actually probably has been out for about a week now, uh, which I'll link in the show notes. But can you give kind of a brief summary of what we can expect in 2024 as far as rates and inventory are concerned? Yeah, so, you know, the good news is that rates have started coming down from their peak um, and they, they should continue to come down. You know, the reason that rates got so crazy high in such a short period of time not too long ago was simply because the Fed was coming in helping to fight inflation. And inflation is what drives mortgage rates. And inflation at the end of the day, in simplistic terms, is the cost of goods rising over time. So that, you know, let's say that you were kind enough to give me a mortgage and it's a $2,000 a month fixed payment. And with that $2,000, you go out and you buy a laundry list of goods and services. You get your dog groomed, you pay your bills, you get your groceries. But over time, you start to realize that that $2,000 isn't going as far. That's due to inflation. So to help fight inflation, the Fed was coming in, raising the Fed funds rate, which is the overnight borrowing rate for banks, rather aggressively. Now, the good news is, is we have started to see inflation moderate in a lot of places. I mean, listen, you go out and you buy some eggs right now. You know, they're OK right now. They're not as crazy as they once were. Right. So we're starting to see inflation. We've started to see it come down. 
we should continue to see it come down based off of the lag effects and how they hold data with, within that report. And so with that, we should start to see mortgage rates continue to climb down as they have been. So, you know, in 2024, we are forecasting that rates are going to come down, you know, somewhere into the the mid high fives range. And that should bring a lot more buyers into the industry as well. But, you know, as you mentioned, inventory is an issue. Inventory is tight. And, you know, that's why if you are thinking about purchasing a home, you might not want to wait for those rates to come back down because it's as rates come back down, you know, more people are going to enter the market that have been on the sidelines and it's going to push that home price up even higher. It's going to make competition even more stiff. So it might benefit to get in now versus waiting. Yeah, no, it definitely. So we've we've talked about it on this podcast too. Like we've seen rates as high as like mid eights, could be even higher depend depending on what you're buying. But I mean, already it's already down yes. about a point and a half. So you're projecting mid mid to high fives, which is a crazy jump considering where we were, honestly, three months ago, yeah. right? Um, so that's great to hear. Uh, but one of the things that we've also talked about too on this podcast is the amount of people that enter the market once rates come down. And we've talked about you know a million or 5 million people for every 1% yeah. that rates come down. And that's another stat that I learned from the morning updates with you guys. So I do appreciate that. But we've seen some excellent appreciation over the last couple of years. COVID did wonders for a lot of people. But we saw, you know, appreciation of, you know, upwards of 10% in 2020, uh, 6% like the last year. So what are you projecting as far as appreciation goes for 2024 with rates kind of falling a little bit? Well, let's talk about 2023 first. We haven't officially, the way that the data is pulled in, you're not, we're not going to officially be able to say what things have appreciated in 2023 just yet. Yep. But of the reports that we look at, um, you know, it looks like it's going to be around 6% appreciation in 2023. Now, moving on to 2024, and we look at, you know, a lot of data out there, a lot of economists out there. And Barry Habib, my boss, is, you know, he's won the Crystal Ball Award for being the most accurate real estate forecaster for three times in a row. So he's got a good handle on all of these things. And when we yeah. kind of look into the data and kind of break things down, you know, we're thinking that appreciation, it's not going to be, you know, as strong, but we're thinking that it comes in around 5% appreciation for 2024. And listen, at the end of the day, when we break that down, that still is going to generate wealth for individuals out there. And real estate at the end of the day, it's not like you buy a house and you live in that home for a year, right? This is a long-term investment at the end of the day. And 5% appreciation can do really well when, you know, we might be potentially entering or already in a recession too at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, I think it's 5% seems like a, a smaller number, but when you're dealing with, you know, $500,000, 5% is a, is a lot of equity that you're building in that home. So I, I think that definitely makes a lot of sense. We've talked about the cost of waiting on this podcast before. We've talked about the cost of waiting tool within MBS Highway. I send out this tool constantly to realtors, future home buyers. So what are some of the other tools that those people should be aware of? Well, one tool that I think is really powerful right now is our debt consolidation tool. You know, as where we are currently at in this environment, when we take a look at consumers and how they are feeling, 
you know, it's challenging. They've racked up a lot of credit card debt. They have depleted their savings since, you know, we got the stimulus and COVID. Since then, we've depleted that. And people have a lot of equity in their home. So let's think about being strategic. Even if you are going to refinance to a higher rate, oftentimes consolidating that debt. And I mean, take a look at the interest that you are paying on these credit cards. Yeah. The average interest rate is 24, 25%. There is a way that we can be strategic about this refinance to get that lower rate, consolidate those high interest payments that you're making. And ultimately, at the end of the day, we're seeing people save thousands of dollars or if they reinvest that back into the new mortgage, they're shaving years and years off of that new mortgage, paying it off a lot sooner and overall increasing their net worth. So I think that is such a powerful tool to ultimately consider at this point in time, depending on you know your current situation. Yeah, and I think when you're looking at that, I mean, it's it's all about the blended rate at that point. Because if you can lower that by potentially taking a higher interest rate on the mortgage, but paying off everything, like you said, the ability to add extra money towards your mortgage each month, pay it off faster, significantly less interest, all of that, super important in the long term. Uh, so the debt consolidation tool, great one. Cost of waiting, great one. Anything else within MBS Highway that other people should be seeing or looking at constantly? Well, you know, there's there's so many great tools within the platform, but I think, you know, the buy versus rent scenario is a really great one for anyone that might be considering, you know, should I keep renting or should I look at purchasing? And then another one that's really great is our real estate report card, because that one at the end of the day shows the health of the housing market with where the client's looking to purchase. And I mean, who doesn't want to know that information? Yeah, absolutely. So I want to kind of wrap up with some advice here. For those potential homeowners, what advice would you like to share with those who are considering buying their first home? I would say, you know, from my own personal experience of buying a home as well, even being at MBS Highway and knowing everything that I know, it felt like it was this really big decision. You know, and it's it's normal for it to feel that way because ultimately it is one of the largest financial decisions that most people out there are going to make. But this isn't something that has to be a long-term decision. It's not something you have to feel like you're stuck in. At the end of the day, this is a way to build financial wealth. And I think getting out there and you know just accepting the things that you don't know and leaning on people like yourself to ultimately help teach and educate that's where it's at. But don't be afraid to ask the questions and don't wait. Don't be one of these people that said, oh, you know what? I'm going to wait for home prices to come down or rates to come down before purchasing because you are missing out on an opportunity. And it's generally speaking, when we look at history, real estate has always been a safe investment. So look at it. Get out there. Ask the questions. And ultimately, don't be afraid to make that move this year. Yeah, I think when you look at it's so it's so hard, right? Buying a house, like you said, it's a massive, massive investment. And a lot of people don't want to be, you know, I, I say quotes here. They don't want to be stuck in the home that they're going to buy. But a lot of people, like you don't need to be in the same home that you buy for 30 years. Like this isn't the 80s. This isn't the 70s where, you know, your parents, my parents alike are probably in the same house that they bought, right? For $150,000. That's not really the case anymore. People are going in, they're buying these houses. They might be there for five. They might be there for 10 years, right? But it's not something that you need to be stuck there. 
right? So a lot of this, I think the the most important piece, get in so you can start building equity, right? Because that just, I don't know, Dave Ramsey talks about it in a slightly different way, right? But, you know, the snowball effect, and he talks about paying off debts, but this is a snowball effect of building equity and getting into homes, right? You buy a house once, you have a bunch of equity, you now have a down payment for your next home. And I think that's the piece that a lot of people don't necessarily think when they're going through it. Because it's just, if you can start to build equity, it makes every single home purchase down the road a little bit easier. It does. And don't be afraid to, you know, I remember when I was purchasing my first home, I was working with a real estate agent where her average list price was, you know, she was selling multi-million dollar homes. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, that's how I envision my life. I want to live in that kind of home. But that obviously wasn't in my price range at the time. Yeah. And, you know, thank goodness that I understood the opportunity, the financial opportunity through real estate. I settled on a home. I put money into renovating it. It, You know, it was it was amazing. At the end of the day, do not feel like you're settling. You're this is a work up in progress. You know, you have a starter home. From there you move into the next home. It's all a process, but it's the equity that you build that allows you to get to that next stepping stone. Super important. Super important. And I think a lot of that kind of falls on the realtor, falls on the loan officer to get that information across to a lot of these buyers. So for those realtors and loan officers alike, what should they be doing to relay that message to buyers? You need to ultimately sit down at the end of the day and think, how can I educate my buyer? Listen to them. What are their concerns? How can you overcome those concerns? And, you know, there's a lot of things changing in the market right now. Make sure because no one's going to do this for you. Make sure that you are constantly getting out there and you are educating yourself. At the end of the day, that's how we're going to increase our level of conversion. That's how we're going to end up helping more people and get more families into homes. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's one of the reasons I started this podcast. I know you're a big podcaster too. You've got your highway podcast, uh, but that's kind of the reason behind all of this social media, podcasting in general. It's how can I educate? How can I make sure these people that are going into the biggest purchase of their lifetime feel a little bit more comfortable? right? They're still going to be nervous. Like buying a house is obviously a huge deal, but anything that you can do to educate them, maybe put their mind at ease just a little bit, right? I think is helpful. So that's kind of what I've been trying to do. So I do appreciate that. That's good. It's good advice. Um, So on the flip side, right? You've had a pretty awesome career so far working alongside one of, again, what you call the, the best forecasters in this industry. Um, what is the best piece of advice that you were ever given in your career? The best piece of advice that I was ever given did come from my boss, Barry Habib. And he said, don't leave today's to-dos for tomorrow. Because what tends to happen if you do that, if you leave the dishes in the sink, if you leave that thing on your to-do list, the next thing you know, you get in the habit of leaving it there. And then you start to realize, oh, this one task that I could have gotten done in just an hour of being focused now has turned into something that, you know, a month has gone by and I still haven't gotten this done. And so one thing that he kind of taught me that I have used ever since he taught me is I write down my big three. So every single day I write down my big three tasks that I need to get done. And that way, I always know that I am progressing towards my goals as well. And I'm not constantly 
trying to play catch up, right? I'm ahead of my day. I know what's going on. The other thing that I like to do is I write down all the calls that I have to make that day and I physically just go ahead and write them out. And I notice that one that helps me because I'm constantly traveling, traveling around to speak, just traveling in general, whatever the case may be. And that way I'm not, oh man, who is this person that I had to call and why am I calling them? Right. It's already written down. I already have their number. And then there's kind of like a a photogenic aspect to it. Right. If they call me back, even if I don't like generally speaking, I don't have their number saved in my phone. But if they call me back because I wrote it down, I kind of know who they are. Just like pops in my head. Oh, that's Joe. You know, and then it's a lot friendlier of a conversation. And I'm not I'm not trying to get my call list together the day of. Right. We are attacking our day. We're not letting our day attack us. Love that. My, this is, uh, I don't know, something my dad said. I was kind of silly when you think about it, uh, but it's, I guess, kind of along those same lines. My dad always backs in when he gets home at night because he doesn't want to start his day in reverse. Yes, I love that. <laughs> it, was, it was one of the like silliest things ever, but like, I don't know, that kind of stuck with me because now I'm the same way. Like I back it everywhere. And it's, <laughs> yeah. I think you always need to be, you want to start your day moving forward. Yeah. Um, and whether that's, you know, backing in the night before or just having a plan for your day, I think is is great. And I think a lot of that kind of does go back to the homeowners. Like if you're wanting to go through this process, get educated today. You might not be ready to buy a house today and that's fine, but have the conversations, you know, having all of these conversations, listening to a podcast, all of that is free stuff. So take advantage of it. And I think that's something that can be taken from that piece of advice, which I think is good. But that's that's it. That's where I want to wrap things up. I'm glad you were able to hop on here. I want to talk about interest rates, inventory, uh, but just kind of pick your brain on the market in general. So I appreciate you taking time out of your, your busy schedule to hop on here. Of course. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, we will uh, talk soon. That is all for this week, guys. Have a great rest of the day. We'll talk soon. 